0: Welcome to Who Done It, a podcast full of mystery, excitement, and murder. Coming to you from the Anderson Career and Technology Center. We're your hosts, Jonathan Hayden
1: and Riley Elrod. Every episode, a new story, and with every new story, a new piece to the puzzle. Now, who's ready to figure out who done it? I know we are. So let's get started. Be honest. You saw
0: that one coming.
1: Zach's body molded to the floor, relaxing completely, and one last pitiful breath left his lips. Zach's flashlight outlined his body as it rolled around him, flickering dimly to a still. Watson stood over him, confused and frightened, just like he did with Jack. He stared and studied and tried to understand what he was looking at, but he couldn't. He didn't know what to do, what to think, what to feel. He wasn't programmed to know. All he knew was what he saw, a dead man. But the observation he made wasn't enough to cease the question stirring inside of him. Did the man, laying lifelessly before him, deserve to die? Watson didn't know how to answer. He just dropped his head and spoke to himself, though his words were directed to someone else. What did he do wrong? He awaited the answer of the voice from before, trying to put meaning behind his actions.
0: He fed into the idea of love, and yet he had no consequences. Life favored him, but I did not. So, he was a bad man, aren't we all? Watson turned around and walked out of the room, not feeling a single shred of guilt, yet feeling like he should. Zack! Leah yelled for him as she ran up the stairs, but she got no response. She looked around, running her hand along every desk as she looked around them. After a few minutes, she saw the flickering of Zack's flashlight illuminating onto the back wall, so she made her way towards it. Zack? She moved slowly, her heart beating a million miles an hour. It was at that moment that a beam of light shot into her eyes, a reddish glare reflecting from the blood. It was almost as if a light were shining directly onto a metal sheet made entirely of his blood, and as if that sheet had been draped over Zach's legs completely covering every inch of skin. Leah continued walking, and the body made its way into her sight. It took her mind a moment to understand what she was looking at, for if she allowed herself to understand, she'd have no choice but to believe it and that was something she didn't want to do.
1: Zack, this isn't funny, you know. I'm being serious. If you don't stop messing around, I'm going to leave you here all by yourself.
0: She stood there, waiting for him to stop playing what she knew deep inside wasn't a game. But he just lay there, silent, still, lifeless. Leah fell to her knees, putting her hands on his shoulders as she began to shake him incessantly.
1: Zach Arthur Cameron, I swear to God, if you don't stop messing around, I'm gonna kill you.
0: The shaking motion slowed as she found herself tearing up and she hesitantly touched his blood covered leg. She laid his head in her lap, dragging her hand against his messy auburn hair, pushing it out of his eyes. She placed her fingertips gently on his cheek, but quickly pulled them away when she felt his cold clammy skin. Where her fingers had touched was now faint spots of blood that remained on her hand from his leg and she lightly wiped them away
1: don't do this to me
0: she readjusted her hands as she found herself tightening her grip on his face she bit in her lips trying to stop herself from crying
1: I, I can't lose you yet i i can't i just can't zach
0: she looked at him caressing his face as she was on the verge of tears
1: please open your eyes
0: nothing mattered to her at that moment she didn't care about the robot lurking in the darkness or her father's dead body resting in an office chair or anything else that was going on the only thing she cared about was him the person who knew her more than she knew herself the person who understood her and stood by her side when she needed him most the person she loved even when she tried her hardest not to zach was the only person that genuinely cared about Leah, and she knew that she knew that despite the pain and the complications she had caused in his life he never stopped caring and loving her he loved her for who she was all of her every single part and the breakup didn't change that she started to think about how messy it was to end things with him how difficult and ridiculous she had been and that had just made the pain worse
1: it wasn't easy you know telling someone who loved me too much to stop loving me it was stupid I shouldn't have done that that's not the reason you break up with someone that's the reason you continue to love them right even if you think they both deserve better but you didn't want better
0: Leah swallowed the little spit she had left in her mouth, leaving her throat uncomfortably dry. She sniffed as she kept looking at him and managed to smile softly.
1: You deserve so much better. Why did you settle for me? She dropped her head and put it to his, closing her eyes tightly. She wanted nothing more than to lift her head and see his deep hazel eyes looking back at her. She prayed and begged and did everything and anything she could think of, but nothing worked. He just laid there, lifeless, and there was nothing she could do. Footsteps rushed up the stairs and Darcy and Omar ran over to Leah.
0: Good God, man! What happened?
1: Omar bent down and waved his hand in front of Leah's face. Um,
0: hello? Are you Leah?
1: What kind of question is that? Obviously it's Leah.
0: For all we know, the killer could have possessed her. Maybe Leah is the robot.
1: Do you not realize how stupid that is?
0: It's not stupid. It's smart. You're just jealous you didn't think of it first.
1: I didn't think of it at all, because I don't think of stupid conspiracies. Would you two shut up? I'm not a robot, I'm just a little shocked. That's perfectly reasonable. Darcy shot Amar a quick victorious smirk and Amar rolled his eyes.
0: Can you tell us what happened?
1: I heard it, but I didn't see it. Sorry. Leah dropped her head into her hands and Darcy nudged Amar with her elbow. Ow! She nodded towards Leah and Amar sighed.
0: Don't be sorry. You made no mistakes. Leah looked up with tear streaked cheeks and stared into the darkness before her.
1: What if I did?
0: Darcy and Amar gave each other a side glance.
1: What if I made a mistake two years ago?
0: The room grew silent and heavy, and Darcy put her hand on Leah's shoulder, looking over at Amar.
1: Hey, uh, why don't you go find Danielle and Calvin?
0: Are you kidding? There's no way I'm leaving you.
1: Darcy's eyes widened, insisting, begging him to understand what she was trying to do and Amar nodded slowly as he began to get her hand.
0: Right, you can handle yourselves. I'll just go find them and bring them back to us. Don't mind me, I'll be leaving now. Don't worry about- <clears throat> I'm going, jeez. No need to be so pushy. Amar walked down the stairwell, leaving Leah and Darcy alone with Zack's dead body. Leah looked down at Zack's face, still holding his head in her lap.
1: I shouldn't have let him go.
0: Darcy sat down beside her and laughed softly. <laughs>
1: We all could have told you that.
0: The corner of Leah's mouth curved up slightly as she looked over at Darcy.
1: You tried to, and I should have listened. You don't need to apologize. You were doing what you thought was right, and I was being selfish.
0: Darcy kept her eyes on Leah, searching for something, but she didn't know what.
1: I thought the universe had this big plan for me. I thought it wanted me to end up with some, some guy better than just this cute guy I worked with. So uh in order to make myself feel like like I still had a chance to be something, I uh I left him. I broke his heart. He loved me with everything he had, but I guess what he had wasn't enough. So, yeah. Not my proudest moment. Oh. I'm sorry. You shouldn't be. They're my mistakes, not yours. Yeah, well. We've all had our fair share of mistakes.
0: Leah shifted her gaze back down to Zach, putting her lips on his forehead. I'm sorry. Darcy pulled Leah to her side and hugged her tightly.
1: Omar quietly searched around the floor below, calling out for his friends.
0: Daniela! Calvin? Where are you guys?
1: The floor creaked behind him, and Omar turned around slowly.
0: Hello? Omar?
1: Ah! Omar closed his eyes and started flailing his arms, throwing punches.
0: I refuse to let my life be taken
1: by you walking piece of metal! Ow! Ow! Amar! It's just me! That's what the robot would say! Amar! It's Daniela! Omar stopped punching the air and opened his eyes. Oh,
0: hello. I've been sent to find you.
1: Well, I'm here, but I'm a little busy at the moment.
0: Busy... doing what exactly?
1: Catching a robot.
0: You're trying to catch him? Well, I shall help you then.
1: Um, thanks for the offer, but I'm good.
0: It was not an offer. I'm going to help you. Yeah, but- Stop wasting time! We have a robot to catch.
1: lord. Darcy helped Leah stand up and pull herself together as Calvin stomped up the stairs, startling them both.
0: What are you? Holy crap, what happened?
1: What does it look like?
0: Zach's dead? Who did it?
1: Watson, I think. Right. He turned to Darcy and crossed his arms.
0: So, um, where were you when this murder went down?
1: Where was I? Where were you? You disappeared hours ago, you and Daniela both.
0: Just answer the question, Darcy.
1: Well, if you must know, I was with Amar. We were searching for Leah when we heard screaming.
0: Oh, really? Where's Amar now?
1: He went looking for you guys.
0: Like well, I'm supposed to believe that.
1: Okay, then, where were you?
0: I was running away from a killer robot.
1: <laughs> Look who believes in killer robots now.
0: Where's Daniela?
1: We thought she was with you, but obviously not.
0: She was with me, but then she left, like always.
1: Okay, take a look at your surroundings. Is this really the place to be bringing up your relationship issues?
0: I don't have the issues. She does. She's the backstabbing little- For the
1: love of God, will you shut up? The love of your life doesn't love you back. So what? The love of my life is dead. Suck it up, Cal. Calvin stood there, staring at her furiously. He wanted to scream, yell at her, but the little sympathy he had left in his heart stopped him.
0: It's not my fault he's dead.
1: But it is your fault, Daniela doesn't love you.
0: Between them, an intense glare darted from one's eyes to the others.
1: I'm not wrong and you know it.
0: Darcy cut in, trying to break the tension.
1: Leah, don't provoke him. I'm not provoking him, I'm being honest.
0: Darcy grabbed Leah's arm and Leah looked down at her hand, her eyes following her arm back up to Darcy's eyes.
1: Leah, let me go.
0: Leah tries to slip her arm out of Darcy's hand, but Darcy holds on tighter.
1: You just need to take a deep breath, and I said, let me go.
0: Leah jerked her arm out of Darcy's grasp, looking her in the eyes.
1: You're just making things worse. Me? Calvin's the one- Leah, please, just let it be. Let it be? That's not what I- Since when are you on Calvin's side? I'm not on his side. It sure sounds like it. <sighs> Look, Zach's dead, alright? Yelling and taking a dart on Calvin won't change that. You don't think I know that? Leah, No. For a second, I actually thought you wanted to be my friend. But forget it.
0: Leah shot one last angry glare at Calvin, then one at Darcy before leaving the room. (laughs) Talk about dramatic.
1: You made this 10 times harder than it had to be.
0: I didn't do anything. That's
1: your problem. You never do anything, do you? Face it, Calvin. You messed up. You drove Daniello away. You. And that's your problem. Stop trying to make it everyone else's.
0: All I ever did was love her.
1: And all she ever did was hate you. Calvin turned around and walked out, leaving Darcy all alone. Meanwhile, Amar and Daniela snuck around the fifth floor. Ah! Would you stop screaming at every little sound? I'm sorry! I'm scared to death! Well, could you be scared a little quieter, please? i make
0: no promises.
1: They kept walking, and Amar sighed.
0: <sighs> it's very sad about Zack.
1: Wait, what happened? Oh,
0: do you not know? Zack is dead. What? Yes. Watson did it again. He stabbed him in his leg. Blood poured all the way down his calf. How do you not know if you've been following the robot?
1: I've been looking for him, but I haven't found him. Calvin and I hid from Watson earlier, but I haven't seen him since.
0: Wait, so you have no idea where this murderous robot could be, and yet you have dragged me into this dark abyss to hunt him down with you? Are you crazy?
1: You joined me on your own. I didn't want you coming with me in the first place.
0: Now you're being rude. What's next? You lead me to the robot and lay me down at his metal feet as a sacrifice?
1: What? Why would I? You know what, yeah, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna personally lay you down at the feet of a killer robot and swap your life for everyone else's.
0: I knew you were crazy! Oh my gosh. Darcy walked back down to the floor they had all been on before and called out to them, her voice echoing through the emptiness.
1: Guys, where'd you go? Suddenly, Watson came stomping into the room, unaware of Darcy's presence. As he made his way across the room, Darcy slid under a desk, trying to be as quiet as possible. Watson lifted his arms to his face, the wires clicking as they bunched up.
0: Are you sure about this? Have I ever led you astray? No, I just don't understand why you want us to kill everyone if they didn't do anything wrong. Don't tell me you're starting to get a conscience. My programming doesn't allow that." Well, that's good, because you don't need one. Darcy held her breath as she curled up in a ball under a desk. She heard every word they said, but had no idea who said it. Watson was there, but the other person wasn't. It was almost as if they were just speaking through the robot. Darcy's curiosity got the better of her, and she slowly peeked around the desk. The robot had disappeared, and suddenly a hand slammed down on her shoulder, and she let out a scream. She put her hands on her head, putting her head in between her knees, and waited for a moment before looking up and seeing the person who the hand belonged to.
1: What are you doing here? You scared the crap out of me. Wait, what are you-
0: Suddenly, the dark figure wrapped their hands around her neck violently as they began to strangle her. She tried to gasp for air, but it would seem like there was no air left in the room. She grabbed the hands of her so-called friend and pulled them away from her neck, managing to let out a terrifying scream that echoed through the stairwell all the way down to Danielle and Amar.
1: Wait, that sounds like-
0: Darcy. They ran up the stairs and started yelling her name. Darcy! The dark figure lunged at Darcy, but she rolled on her side and jumped to her feet, screaming as she ran towards the stairs. The figure dove and grabbed her ankle as she fell to the floor. She looked over her shoulder and kicked them in the face, freeing herself once again. The figure groaned angrily and stood back up. Darcy ran over to the desk and threw anything she could get her hands on. Pencils, books, lamps, coffee mugs, anything. But no matter what she threw, it was like nothing hurt them. They wouldn't even flinch. She threw a pair of scissors straight at their face, but their hand flung up and caught it. They started chuckling quietly to themselves, looking at the scissors, then back at Darcy with a smirk. Darcy's eyes widened and she started backing up, then started running, but the dark figure threw the scissors back at her, cutting to her lower back. She fell to the ground in pain and started crying and hyperventilating.
1: Please, let me go!
0: She crawled across the floor, reaching back and pulling the scissors out of her back, but then the figure grabbed her and slammed her on her back, pulling their hands around her neck again.
1: Let me go!
0: Darcy slung her arms and fists at them, punching and clawing at their face. That's when she felt the hands begin to tighten around her neck, and she frantically turned her head in the opposite direction, trying to do whatever she could to escape. However, it wasn't enough, and the killer's hands twisted Darcy's neck as far as it could go while laughing psychotically.
1: Wait, please! Hope you enjoyed this episode of Who Done It? This mystery is far from over.
0: For more hints and clues, email rjhoodunit at gmail.com or check out our Instagram and TikTok accounts.
1: Thanks for listening to our podcast.
0: And stay tuned to figure out who done it.
1: If, if you, you dare, dare.